Okay, next, let's talk about the living. Okay, my friends. Hi, my name is Tamara. I am the art teacher for purpose. I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. I do this by writing. I do this by presenting to you this podcast. Um, and I do it by reading and studying the word of God and presenting it to you in a way that makes sense to me so that it makes sense to you. And I present that through my Christian worldview, the way that I see the world, the way that I'm operating and experiencing the world. And I pray that it reaches your heart, your mind, and your spirit so that you can also produce something good for the Lord and share it with somebody. Share the love. You are a carrier of God's love message, and that is part of your purpose here on earth. Welcome to the podcast. All the things you need to know about the end of the world. Okay, guys. So, today what we're doing right now is we're continuing our conversation um, from the other two um, podcast episodes, which is The Promise, um, episode 56, and then The Enemy, episode... What was that? Episode 57. Okay. <clears throat> so episode 56 was the promise where we talked about um, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay. That's the promise. That's the ultimate promise. This is the reason, the main reason why um, Christians believe in Jesus, that he is the savior that came down from heaven mm-hmm. and to do his business here um, so that we could have um, a more hopeful, complete life of life more abundantly. And we do that by confessing with our mouths, believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths that he, um, Jesus, has rose again from the dead and that he um has a plan a purpose and a plan like we believe that in our hearts we confess it with our mouths right now i'm confessing it on this podcast um just to let you guys know that i do wholeheartedly believe in jesus and i believe anybody who believes in jesus is living is living they're a part of the living okay so that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about those who believe and we're going to talk about the living and what exactly um we believe like those what are those promises that we believe um in as when we talked about the enemy in the in the previous episode we talked about the real promise um why we have hope in the future because we believe that Jesus is coming back again for us um part of that belief we we checked out i believe it was Jeremiah um what chapter was it 35 we'll go back over it today we'll go back over it in jeremiah um we're going to look at jeremiah we're going to look at ezekiel um that promises the promise that was found in jeremiah was 
that he's going to restore his people. He's going to restore the riches. He's going to restore their land. He's going to restore um, joy, hope, peace. And, you know, his people are going to have a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's going to surpass um, any type of understanding that the world has of peace. And this is what's happening with the living now. Those who are living for the kingdom, those who are living in Christ, those who are are found in that are not lost in the world. We have a joy and a peace that surpasses all understanding because we keep our minds on the Lord. We keep our minds in the word. We keep our minds on Jesus and the hope that he and the promises that he gave us. This is the reason why we are the way that we are. This is the reason why we are joyous and we, we, share the word of God with you guys, with those who are the lost. So this whole season is for the lost. You guys need to kind of like read, you know, listen to this and why, and then kind of figure out why some of it might sound foreign. Why some of it is like, I never heard that before. I don't know who Jesus is. I don't know what the promises are. And I don't understand what's going on in this world right now. Well, if if you are a Christian and you are a follower of Christ and a follower of the word and a seeker after the kingdom, then we we kind of like see and understand the things that are going on in the world right now. And we call it the end times. Um, for those who have deeper understanding, we call it the end of the world kingdom. So we believe that the enemy's kingdom is coming to an end and all his evil devices and his strategies and everything that he did to operate in his world is coming to an end because the Lord is shining light on all his evilness. Okay, so that's where we are right now. And I think that is also important for the loss to understand and when I say for the loss I just mean which is the majority of us and we all have been there we're part of the world understanding and the world thought and the world culture and we kind of like operate in in that in the materialistic world and believe me look we even those who are you know believers in Christ we are also um, in the world, we, we see the things we're operating in this world. We're just not of the world. You know, we try to renew our minds every day by consuming the word of God, which is the Bible. And so that we can have a clear understanding of actually what's going on. So um, one of the things that I did not mention yet, which I think is probably a, the strategy of the enemy, is because a lot of people who don't know, even if they think that they do know, um, especially those who are operating in the world, is that there's something that the living does that the dying does not do. Um, and when I say those who are dying are those who are lost. If you are lost, then you are most likely dying. Um, you're not on the path to the truth and you're not on the path to everlasting life. And I know it sounds kind of like mean, um, but I, I believe that is a, trigger that is sewn in by the world and that you're you know you could be offended by anything that I say but I pray over this podcast that the lost are not offended by the words that I'm saying Lord Heavenly Father open up their minds and their hearts so they may hear um, the truth of the Lord and that they may not that they no longer are blinded by the evilness and the lies of the enemy uh, that they are no longer blinded by the 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 magic 
in the manipulation that the enemy has set over your minds. For when they hear these things, let them be open to these things, Lord Heavenly Father. Let them understand and know that there is a truth. There is a way to truth. And those who are living are on their way to truth. And we invite them. We invite listeners to the word of truth, to your truth, to Jesus Christ. We invite them, Lord Heavenly Father. And we announce right now, Lord Heavenly Father, so that they are not triggered by the word of sin, but that they know, Lord, that if we are of the world, then we are sinners, and that we are blinded if we are sinners, that we cannot come into the truth if we are sinners. But that in order to get away from that sinful nature, that we have to confess that we are sinners. We have to confess that we have been um tricked by the world and we have been tricked by the enemy and we have been tricked by the culture that the enemy has set on our minds over heavenly father but that you are the savior with saving grace and that you are sent here to save us from our own sins and that we are we we confess now lord we confess now we confess now with our mouths and with our hearts that we are sinners and that you are the savior that came to save us and that we believe that you have came to save us and that we claim you as our savior in the name of jesus we pray over the minds who cannot hear this that their ears are open open and that their hearts are open to the truth of your saving grace in jesus name we pray amen amen so i'm here i'm here today to help you to help you find out the truth of the living let's talk about the living today guys let's talk about the living okay Okay, guys, so I want you to get prepared to um, read from Ezekiel. So find Ezekiel in the Old Testament. We're going to read from Ezekiel 37. We're going to talk about the dry bones. We're going to talk about the, um, some prom- the promises of life and how the Lord is going to restore. If you want to hear more about the promise of restoration, check out the previous episode, episode 57. Um, we're also touch base on a little bit on what we touch base on in episode 57. We'll, we'll go back and touch on Jeremiah. Right now, let's read, um, let's read from a devotional that I'm listening to. Not listening to, that I'm actually reading. Um, <laughs> I'm reading. It's, it's from Paula White. It's a, a new day dawning. And you guys, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people give Paula White flack especially about her support of Donald Trump. But you guys, oh my gosh, um, good word, good word here. Definitely being used by um, the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to read from you 1 John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our, us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this is what the Lord wants for us right now. He wants us to be cleansed. So let's let's shut down the music and let's listen um, to this part of the devotional. Um, and it's based off of that verse, John 1 and 9. First John 1 and 9, okay? So this is what is written in this 
devotional. We all need to remain true to God for righteousness to prevail. But in ourselves, we are are filthy rags. We all are, guys. Um, In case you didn't know, for the lost, for those who are lost, and for those who are found, we are still made of the earth. We are still dirty. The nature of us is dirty, dirtiness, filth. Like that's the nature of this sinful body, this this flesh, um, this flesh that desires pleasure. Um, and right now, I'm not reading out the devotional, guys. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm stopping there to to for those who do not understand, and for those who have not been introduced to this information before. We are all sinners. We have all fell short of the glory of God, and so understanding that is knowing that we all need to be cleansed, but the flesh will never be cleansed, guys. It's the spirit that is within that gets woken up um, that needs to be cleansed. And this is what is being rejuvenated because whatever, it's a spirit that comes from God and the spirit will go back to God, okay? All right, all right. So we have that understanding. And and if you think, I know it's, it's it's a deeper saying than what what I just said. Um, the surface level understanding well, is not going to get you on the deeper level, but you have to under you have to grow in the spirit to understand spiritual things. Um, the Lord, you know, tries to teach us, but we know that it's a process, but part of that process, and especially for those who are lost, part of the process is confessing sin is confessing and understanding that we are all born into a sinful nature. Okay. Um, the Lord understands this. He understands this and he knows it better than anybody because the Lord came into the form of man. He, he put himself into man. He put himself into the flesh and he understands the pressures and the, the temptations and he understands what we are going through. Um, I am going to take the time to, uh, um, to explain why we go through what we go through and how the Lord has flipped it around so that we grow through our experiences here on this earth. Okay. But in order to really grow from it, we had to first confess our sins. And I believe that, um, Christian preachers out there, especially those online and, you know, the things that you hear uh, for those who are, um, seeking after truth for those who are in the world now that are seeking after the kingdom. Um, we're understanding more and more that the enemy it has designed the world to only hear what he wants them to hear. And I believe there's not enough of us um, speaking and teaching for those who need to hear that this next that message that we are sinners and we have to confess our sins. And that's the only way to to righteousness you guys is that and, and I know it's a trigger word I know it's a trigger word the enemy made it a trigger word so open up your ears open your heart and don't be offended by that word um in a in a blog before I used in in my book um strange and peculiar I used the analogy of being missers um we are all missers of the mark and um, which means that we don't know which way to go. We don't, we're not even aiming at the right target most of the time. And so when we use our energy and our skill to aim and shoot that arrow at what we think we want, we are aiming at the wrong thing. So we're, we're missers 
of what we really need to know. We're misters of the truth. And I think that is just um, using that word misser instead of sinner is just a, a, a more comfortable way for people to hear um, and to understand that we can't get to heaven by ourselves, that we need a savior and that we need um, the Lord Jesus Christ. So those of us who are living, again, we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus Christ has came from heaven into earth um, and did what he had to do, died on the cross and rose again so that we may be saved. And we believe that. And that is one of the first steps taken to walk the path of righteousness and to, and to walk the path of truth. Okay. So let's finish the devotional. <laughs> I went on a tangent again. Uh, okay. It says we all need to remain true to God's righteousness to prevail, but in ourselves, we are all filthy rags. Purity comes through appropriating the blood of Jesus. It begins with confessing our sins. And when we do, God is faithful to forgive us. So we believe that the Lord forgives and it's through this forgiveness that we make our way back to the heavenly father okay so god can deliver you from addictions he um, god can renew your mind god can restore you god can empower you to walk upright god can forgive you god can impart joy god can fulfill you with peace he can and he will meet you right where you are so don't worry about where you are and trying to clean yourself up before you come to Christ. No, you can be saved right where you are. So right now, let's take this opportunity right now in this moment to say, Lord, Heavenly Father, I am failing in this life. I am failing in this living. I am dying. Lord God, save me. Save me from this dying world, from this dying body. You will deliver me from this body of flesh, from this body of death. Lord, I believe that you are my savior and that you came to save me from this sinful nature from this sinful mind change my mind change my mind lord right now so that i may walk and live with you this episode you guys is for the living for the living let's live together let's live guys let's live are you ready to live let's live Last part of the devotional says all we need to do is confess. Repentance in the Old Testament was done with sackcloth and they sat in ashes. All we need to do right now to, is to come before him with a humble heart to receive his forgiving mercy. All have sinned and fallen short of the, his glory. So you are not alone. Come to Jesus. He will forgive you sin and heat and I'm sorry, and heal your soul. He will heal your life. Remember your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions. He will heal your life. Just come to him. If you are willing and ready, God is faithful and just to forgive. Okay, let's go to Ezekiel 37. It's called the Valley of Dry Bones. Okay, here we go. The hand of the Lord was on me 
and he brought me out of, by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. Let's, okay. Let's see. Um, he set me in the middle of the valley. This is Ezekiel talking about his experience with the Lord. Um, it was full of bones, he said. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. And he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Now, again, this is Ezekiel having experience with the Lord, walking with the Lord. Ezekiel said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said unto me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I, com I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and tendons of flesh appeared on them and the skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to, say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come. Breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain. Come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that the, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breathe in, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. And when I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord have spoken and I have done it declares the Lord. Oh, bless the word of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So friends, that is Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 37 and there's a side note in my Bible it says the breath of life the backstory Ezekiel's visions and prophecies of judgment were painful for his fellow Israelites in exile to hear but once news was received that Jerusalem had fallen and that's Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 21 Ezekiel's message turned to the Lord's consoling word of hope for his people, they would experience revival, restoration, and a glorious future. They would eventually get to return home. God will gather the scattered Israelites and re reunite them into the promised land. This is the thing, you guys. This is what we believe as Christians. The living has hope that the Lord is coming back. 
We have hope that he's going to restore. We have hope that he is going to come back and breathe life into his people. Those who are who are dried up, who the world says are dried up, who the world says are dead. He calls us dead. The enemy calls us dead. But the enemy is a liar. He knows that. He knows that his time is short. And he knows that the the Lord's people are going to awake again. And that he knows that the ones that he tries to trick and lie to and keep in internal slavery, he knows that... Um, God's people, the Lord's people have the power to wake you guys up also and to lead you into all righteousness and to let you guys know that the Lord saves, that Jesus already came to do the work and the only thing you have to do is accept his gift of forgiveness. That's the only thing that you have to do and then you can become part of the living. You can be part, part, that's how easy it is. You can become part of the living. Yes, yes, yes. Let's look at Jeremiah. We have to go into that. I have my handy dandy Bible. Turning to it now. I was just into it, ain't it? What did Jeremiah say? Okay. Here we go. Jeremiah said, in those in those days and at that time, I will make righteous branch sprout from David's line. This is Jesus coming back. He will do what is just and right in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which it will be called the the Lord, our righteous Savior. The Lord, our righteous Savior is Jesus. We know that he's coming back. And if you go all the way down to um, verse, what is this? Verse 25, verse 25. This is what the Lord says. If I have not made my covenant with day and night and established the laws of heaven and earth, then I will reject the descendants of Jacob and David, my servant, and will not choose one of his sons to rule over the descendants of Abraham. Let me explain to you what this is saying right now, because in the previous verse, it says the Lord of the word, word the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Have you not noticed that these people are saying when we say these people, we say in the work, the world is saying the Lord has rejected the two kingdoms he chose. He's talking, he's referring to. He's referring to Judah and Israel. Um, he chose so that they despise my people and no longer regard them as a nation. So the world is saying that to about, about, um, Judah and about Israel. Okay. The world is saying that. Who put that into the world? That, um, the enemy put that into the world. And I'm telling you guys are going to be surprised when you find out who the true, um, people of, um, Israel are and who the, true people of Judah are because the world has also convinced um, minds who are lost that these are people that you cannot hear from and the the world will convince you and the enemy will convince you that they have gotten rid of these people but here we come here we come here we come we are prophesying to the dry bones we are speaking into we're speaking life and we're speaking breath um, with the word of God and to those who the world thinks are dead this is what's happening right now and it's so it's saying um, it's saying basically these last two verses 23 um, 24 and 20 
25, these last two verses, is saying that the world is saying that we are dead. But the world is a liar. The world kingdom is a liar. It's a lie. It's a counterfeit. It looks like it's so close. It looks like its promises are going to um, get you to where you need to go. But they are false promises. That's what the enemy offers. A false promise of success. A false promise of security. A false promise of the life that you love. A false promise of um, just of being at the top. And there is no there is no top. There is no top. The Lord is the one that sits on the throne. He is the highest. There's no one beside him. No one above him. He sits high and looks low. Understand that truth. Okay. The the world is a liar. And so what it's saying in Jeremiah is saying that the Lord and his promises are true. For I will restore their fortune and have compassion on them. That's what the Lord says. That's what God says. We are looking again for the word of truth to come back and shine light. And that's happening now in the end times. The Lord is shining truth on the enemy's kingdom. But the enemy is a lie. And how do you know? Because those people who are walking in the lie, they're committing suicide left and left and right because they got to the end point where they thought that they should feel better. They, they thought they should have joy and peace, but there is no joy and peace in the world. There's only a, a mindset of slavery and work and no rest. But the Lord gives his children rest. Know this. The living have rest. The living has rest. Join the living. The living has rest. And the living has restoration. And the living has hope and peace and joy. Because we operate in the spirit. You guys know that verse? Galatians Galatians chapter 5. And the fruits of the spirit. I'm going to go in my trusty notebook right here. Because I wrote it. I wrote it down what the fruits of the spirits are so that, you know, if you are, if you are part of the living, you are experiencing these things right now. You are experiencing love and joy and goodness and peace and forbearance and kindness and self-control and faithfulness. If you step out of those things, that means you're not operating in a spirit. It means you're not seeking after the kingdom. And remember that last um, episode I, I talked about. You know, being confused and not and having a decision to make if I should um, stay at the job that I'm at or if I should leave and try entrepreneurship. And I believe that's um, a calling to entrepreneurship when I'm not an entrepreneur is <laughs> a trick of the devil trying to take my peace and trying to take my joy. You know, you know, just because I'm, I'm finding it hard to to do the things that I want to do. Because I am an ambitious, ambitious person. I feel like I'm going to have more time if I leave my job. I have to be very careful in that decision because I know that suffering produces character. And I know that I know that part of our living is um, growing. And so at this time, I want to just take the time to read um, one of my blog posts, Hope Through Suffering. 
Um, and then, and then I think I'm going to read this because this is one of, one of the things I wanted to touch base on in the previous episode. And I didn't get to it. So I want to get to it in this episode and then I want to close. Um, but Hey, you guys go back and, and, and check out Gal- Galatians. Um, I believe chapter five so that you can read about the fruits of the spirit. And then you can read about the fruits of the flesh when you're operating, when you're lost and when you're going down the road of death, there's, there's fruits of the, um, that come from the flesh and things that you do not want to go into, but those are signs that you are dying that you're not part of the living, but those who are operating in the spirit are part of the living. And that means that you're operating in love, joy, peace, goodness, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self and self-control. And, um, part of the, part of that is, um, is discipline. That's that self-control. And the Lord is, I believe the Lord, is teach me discipline. And that's why I think I need to stay right where I am. I just heard a message from um, TD Jakes about, you know, the place you, you know, your deliverance in, in your teaching, your understanding, your growth and your promise, you know, all comes from the place where the Lord sets you at. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm going through the processing and thinking. Um, but I do want to also <laughs> touch base on, um, this pot on this. Oh, I want to touch base with you on this podcast, but I want to read to you a blog post. So that's the next thing, you guys. The next thing is this blog post. Okay. Let's read it. So the blog post is called Hope Through Suffering. And I'm going to read it. Let's read it with the background music. How about that? Hopefully it doesn't get too loud. Let's turn it down just a little bit. Uh, that's my, that's, <laughs> I don't know what you call it. That's my, my, my tech right there. Yes. I do it all. I do it all. Okay. Um, here we go. You can find this on my website, Art Teacher for Purpose, artteacherforpurpose.com. That's Art Teacher, the number four, purpose.com, where I write, um, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. And it looks like, oh, look, oh, my whole computer is about to go down. You know what? That's a trick of the devil. That's okay. Let me, let me push pause on the music, and we're going to get through the blog post without it going down on me and I'll read it until my computer shuts off okay it says blessed are you blessed are you when people insult you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me that's Matthew 5 and 11 that's the Lord speaking to his people because he knows that the world is going to say all manners of evil Mm -hmm. against his people and right now um the world is saying that his people are dead but the lord is going to restore uh remember i gave what what we read was ezekiel 35 and toward the end we'll go back to ezekiel 35 so we can hear god's story so we can hear god's story about the breath of life but friends today i am sitting in another moment of deep despair despair lingers around when there is no hope in sight despair stays around when you can't see the situation changing and the pain of suffering stunts your growth i know that i can't stay in this place 
this place is not a healthy place to be. You guys, we all enter in these storms of life, okay? To where we feel like there's no place out. We don't want to feel that pain. And so we think that the only way out is by obeying that whisper um, that the world gives us, the whisper to end our life here and our living here on earth. And let me tell you, that is a trick of the enemy. Don't listen to that voice, but instead become part of the living to where you operate in the spirit so that you could get the, that saving grace that the Lord can save you from that. Because believe me, the enemy is busy. The enemy is busy trying to get people to commit suicide. And um, at this point, I want to say rest in peace. Um, and, and I pray that the Lord somehow grabs hold of your spirit. And I pray that it wasn't what they say it was. And I, I pray that the Lord had had a plan for you all along. So that is for my buddy Twitch out there. And for those who are lost, who are hearing that, um, that voice is telling you that is the end. It is the, is not the end. The end is not yet. We must go through the suffering so that we can build our character. So we also glory in our sufferings because we know that sufferings produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That's Romans 5, 3 and 5. So I know, I know, I know it's hard to rejoice in the suffering but this is what we do as Christians we unfortunately live in a fallen world where people are less likely to look out for others and more likely to look out for themselves I do it you do it we all do it and if you want somebody to really care for you the way that you need to be cared for that person really needs to know the love of Jesus Christ in order to love you the way that you need to be loved. Um, so I, I ask you guys to go to find a church home that really will love on you and that will encourage you to find and build a relationship with Jesus yourself. Okay. We are all still learning the fullness of of, of the love of Jesus. We're learning that we are in the process of becoming new so that we can effectively and efficiently hold the contents of God's love. And when we hold that love, we'll be able to give it out to others. So the blog post says, listen very carefully because I am going to tell you a major lesson of life. People will use you until you use, till they use you up with no regard for the condition it will leave you in. There is no meaning in attempting to please other people. Our ultimate purpose is to please God. Please listen to this because I believe that's what the world is doing. It's using us up to the point to where we have nothing left in us to give and we have nothing left in us to share with other people. And then we become lost ourselves. I go on to write that you have to be confident enough in your relationship with God to hear what his plans are for you and not to be affected by what other people think your purpose should be. You have to be strong in your purpose. You have to develop that relationship with God so he could tell you what your purpose is. People do this on purpose. They try to destroy you. They try to tear you down because they don't know what their purpose is. That's human conditioning. That's human conditioning by the evil culture, by the, by the enemy. You have to know who your enemy is. He set out to kill you, to destroy you. Um, go check out, um, season 
wine episode six i believe committee to kill you there is a committee to kill you they're organized they plan they strategize okay the lord is calling you out of the world so that we so that you can strategize with the with the lord to find out how to get out of that mess to be to be in the world but not part of the world okay you don't you don't have to you don't have to take your life you don't have to do it like you that's not what that's not what um, your purpose is you have a there's a reason why you're here on this earth there's a reason why you were born here on this earth so and we don't want to avoid the pain um but we want we don't want to um avoid um what we have to go through in order to grow so we often possess the mind space of avoiding suffering and we compromise our values for the sake of our own comfort and that's what um committed suicide is we we compromise our values of living and we think that it's the fast way out but it's not um in this process of avoidance, we run the risk of hurting those who are closest to us. And we have to understand that a committed suicide is, is a cop-out, guys. We are leaving people behind who care about us. And we're leaving them to suffer because of the great loss. So you, woman of God, you, man of God, don't avoid suffering. Your suffering is a time for you to grow. So I'm, I... That's that's pretty much the end. Um, I'm going to refer to you um, a video um, and you could go to my website, ourteacherforpurpose.com. The, the name of this particular um, blog post is Hope Through Suffering, where I refer to you um, a, a wonderful teaching by Holly Furtick. Uh, from the Elevation Church about suffering is a, a stage in a cycle, a cycle that she calls the hope cycle. And I love this teaching. I will um, refer it to, um, you know, people who will listen. You guys, it, it it's called, um, if you look it up on YouTube, it's called God, why did you let this happen? Um, and, and she has it on, she has it on YouTube a couple of times. It's also called the hope cycle, I believe. Um, but you guys go and search for that. Look for it. This you searching for it is your effort in doing it. God will reward that obedience. Um, I'm going to finish off the blog posts and, and what, what I'm saying is saying, um, and what I, what I wrote on the blog post, the more you keep trusting that um, the Lord will bring you out, gives you more hope for the next storm that comes your way. So don't be troubled by the storm. Just grow from the storm. Head to, heed to this warning though. Don't stay in the suffering stage for too long. And that's one of the, t the teachings that um, Holly Furtick gives. Don't stay in the suffering stage for too long. You have to come back out of that and you have to go through the hoop cycle all again and understanding that hope um that that same verse that i just um read um that we we glory in that suffering cycle we have to we know that we go through the suffering so that we can build perseverance and character so the character builds hope and and that hope this builds our belief in the lord jesus christ and that he came to save us from our sins like that is what Christians believe. That's what the living believe. And we go through these cycles because God is growing us in that experience. So start that experience today by just 
you know, opening up your heart and your mind and saying, Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I want to be part of your kingdom. I want to walk in your righteousness. So the ending of the blog post says, know this, you are not alone. You are not the only one that is going through trials and troubles. The Lord is with you always. He is teaching you about how things work in order to shape you into a new vessel so that you can hold the love that he is pouring out in you. Oh, how beautiful you are when you can pour out God's love onto others, even when they hurt you. A key to the kingdom when understanding how to heal your soul is to forgive the person that hurt you. Be kind to people who try to kill you. Say thank you to those who stab you in the back. Turn to the the other cheek when someone slaps you. They don't know that who they heap abuse on is someone strong enough to take it and someone wise enough to grow from that experience. That is the end of the blog post. And friends, that is going to be the end of this episode. This is for the living guys. Check out those verses. Read those verses over again. Ezekiel chapter 35. Um, We went into Jeremiah. Also, check that out. We we touched base on a a few good scriptures. That hope and suffering scripture. Um, Let me give you what that scripture was again. That's a good scripture to put in your arsenal. Romans 5, 3 and 5. We went over Galatians 5. So that you know the fruits of the Spirit, what you should be experiencing right now. I'm telling you guys that it is so much. What does God say about it? God's story. God says, I am the God of the impossible. I could turn dry, dead bones into living, breathing beings. I can restore and renew my spirit within my people. I have a plan to gather my people into a new nation. I will establish a new covenant with them. I will be their God and they will be my people. That's God's story. Do you know your place in the story? Do you want to be part of the dead and the lost? Or do you want to be part of the living? 